Sport! Welcome back, gentlemen. Uh, semifinals week. It's over. It's it's all over for the wooden peg. Um, sorry to very very down on myself already. Just got a Coors Light popped here, just uh, sulking in the loss. But we got uh, we got Swanee on the line tonight. What's up, Swanee? What's going on? And we have two uh, two special guests with us. Extremely special. We've got. We've got Mr. Blair Oklubja and Mr. Jordan Ash. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thank you, AP. Welcome. Welcome. What is it? What is it like to get that text message today? You know, can you guys make the podcast? Were you guys excited? <laughs> nervous? What, what's it like? Um, I'll go first, Beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at first, I was excited because I was like, "Man, I'm thinking this is going to be like JRE level." And I'm going to be, I can say to my grandkids that I was on that podcast. <laughs> and so I was really excited. But then I was like, Andy's going to want uh, me to divulge our plans for BJ when we beat them. And I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that's my thought process. <laughs> And Blair, BJ, what you, what's your what, – were you excited, nervous about the uh, Well, I was excited. I, uh, you know, get a chance to finally speak. I know my teammates have uh, kind of taken over some of the call-in and uh, yep. stint, uh, analytical aspects of the podcast. So yeah. now I've been, I the, silent, you've been I have, the silent partner. Hey, I, I, yeah, I know, when, I know when to step back and let others, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Get their get to shine their lights. That's right, 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 all right, all right, boys. Well, uh, we got we got a lot lined up here for the pod tonight. But first, as always, let's go through the matches. Um, Swanee, if you got well, them. I mean, we have one from. We have uh, the first match with Pandyash versus uh, you wouldn't Tiger. So I figured I'd let you two kind of uh, discuss what happened. Yep. Here, let me grab the. Uh... Weekly, weekly results. So, I mean, Jordy, our match was pretty good. You guys played pretty well. Um, I'd say me and Sam C played not maybe our best, but we we hung in there. Um, when Sam, I would say when Sam when Sammy C got a stroke, he was he was not doing his best. Those were like his worst holes for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Um, and like the holes that I had to give a shot back on, like number three, for instance. I mean, I was on the green pretty close for a birdie putt, but I had to give a shot back. And Sam was like over the green, kind of in the, the the shit, just like not out of the hole, but you know, not like supporting supporting well, the teammate. That was kind then, of our round. Yeah, just to go off. I mean, yeah, I was just going to add to like number three. He had a terrible lie under that tree, and then he chipped up and was short of the green, even, and it was just like. That was one of the holes that Sam had to step, you know, like where if you're going to ham and egg it, mm-hmm. that was a Sam hole, you know. Right, and right, exactly. It wasn't falling the way that night. Yep. We and definitely we, took notice of that, I think. Right. I mean, we netted a, I mean, we netted a 26. You guys netted a 25. So, I mean, it was pretty close. It was a pretty yeah. close match. 25 Sam, and a half. Make sure you get that half point in there. 25 and a half. Did I not say that? I meant it. Maybe yeah. I burped at the same time. But, yeah, and so you guys – I think we ended up only winning by one. So, I mean, that 
The Joe. turning point in the match to me was the third hole when Jordy, you slammed in a par putt, and I had to give a shot back. So we lost the hole because I had three and a half technically. You made like a six footer, and then I think the other hole that stuck stood out to me was number eight. Paul, like, got up and down from the front of the green. He made like maybe a four footer that put you guys two up. Basically, like, secured the the one up yeah. match, even though. Sam Carlson tried to do his best and make a one in the last hole and hit it to six inches, but just was a, little too, a little too late. It was really close. Like we thought it almost it was incredible. It, it made like a kind of a weird action at the end. It almost looked like it had kind of sunk into the foam, you know, but it was, oh, it was about six inches short of the hole. It was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful golf shot. But um, say that, you guys tied strokes. Yep. Yeah. So that was part of the drama actually. Uh, because we immediately went over to the back to 18 to watch our partners finish. And, um, and they got done and Sam and Jason said they were one up. So then we were like, okay, well, if, if uh wooden pig wins the outside, you know, we're going to be going to playoff. And so, had a we playoff. Added, <laughs> so we all kind of like wide eye looked at each other. And then uh, we started adding up our uh, rounds, Andy. Yep, and we came to a tie, and both me and you kind of we looked up at each other and was like, "Holy smokes!" Yeah, That's, uh, coming yeah, out so, of the wire here. Yeah, so you guys won each nine one up, but if we won, that would have won the net score. We would have tied. We would have kept going. You guys only lost, and that's for like two, two and a half. That's yeah. crazy. Two one no one and a half. Twenty six twenty five versus twenty seven twenty six. A point and a half. That's crazy. That's insane. So extremely close match, but. Well done to P90-ish. I'll tip my hat to those boys. They uh, they played pretty well. They played – I would say they played what they should have done. You know, they, they shot a 34 and 35 in the front nine with six and a half strokes. That's that's pretty nice getting it done. But then on the back nine, Luke and Dan um, – Dan played a nice round of golf, 31 on the back nine. Had a, had a, a couple of natural birdies in there that helped. Uh, Jason and, and Sam were just too much, though, I think – yeah, they. I think what what hurts the wooden peg team is the the strokes on seven, like seventeen and eighteen. Even though we might, you know, let's say we might be winning a match like two, three up, those strokes on seventeen, eighteen are super critical, critical on this one. And even this match, they go one up on seventeen to secure like a half a point at least or, or a tie, and then uh, and then Sam gets four for three on on eighteen to secure that one up victory. So good plan. Pretty tight, pretty pretty tight matches, and I, I remember correctly, guys. I don't know, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the matches like in the semifinals and finals are always super close the last few years. Yeah, I always, yeah, I feel like every all the playoff rounds are one super tight. It's, there's yeah. never a blowout, except for last week when we blew out Pat's team. Yeah, that's the first <laughs> round. Of the Shots that's a, fired. That's the first round of the playoffs, though. Not everyone, not everyone deserves to be in the playoffs, but everyone okay. qualifies for the playoffs. <laughs> Especially those two seeds. The only seeds left are what seven and eight seeds, six and eight, five and eight. Yeah, we're eight. Eight. We're, we're fifth. Yeah, we were five. Yeah, we were five. What's that? Six and eight are left. No, we're five. five. We were five. Five so and five. eight. Five and eight. Jeez. And last year, what the eight seed won? I think so, yeah. Someone's like a bunch of sandbaggers to me. But <laughs> um all right. Blair, we'll uh we'll let you kind of touch on the back nine or the, the sorry, the other semifinal match. Um well, yeah. you know, pretty close. You guys you guys did pretty well. 
Yeah, it was it was pretty close um, on the back. So me and Chad were on the back. Honestly, Chad Berger is the MVP of the night. He shot thirty, couple or well, at least one birdie, maybe two. I can't remember exactly, but with his three and a half shots, he got was pretty. It was a good round. It was huge because yeah. I did not play great. Um, played okay. Had a few pars when it, when he needed me to. So we did okay, but Chad was just a rock star, and sure. we fa- and we were facing our kind of nemesis in the playoffs, Scrape it, and uh, yeah. finally we were able to overcome that hump. Which, because if you don't know, we uh, lost to them in the finals for three years in a row. I think everyone remembers that. Really. Yeah, everybody remembers that. <laughs> so we got that monkey off our back, and now we're we're just ready to take home the trophy again. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, and then on the front. Uh, Andrew and uh, Jeremy fought, battled valiantly against the probably the toughest duo to play against in gentlemen's league, Tony Ryder and Corey Jacklich. Two of the biggest continuous buzzsaws. Yeah, they are tough because there's only only two matches, but they won the front side 24.5. Yeah, they're the buzzsaw again. Yes, two, two groups, but man, that's that's tough. To only lose a couple down, that's pretty good. Yeah, so they did They did good with that. Chad and I won three up, I think, and uh, mm-hmm. then we won the net by a couple shots. So yep. they all turned out in our favor. Well done. Thank you. Well done to the Holy Smokers and the P90Shers. So they'll face off next week, 6.30 sharp, Central Time, Monday night. Come out. We'll uh, – if you want to guys want to play some golf or drink some beer, maybe a little podcast oh. content. We're going to do a little bit of everything next week, it sounds like. Maybe get a little game going on the side, maybe a little, a little shamble, as they say. Yeah, we had we had our own game going internally last week. Or this week, I should say. It was almost more exciting than the playoff action, if I must say for myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're only talking to yourself on that one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just for my for my personal opinion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Opinions don't matter in this podcast. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Didn't you didn't you take home like a quick hundo last night, Sam? Or what was? What yeah, was we wasn't night? planning on being that much, but we uh, <laughs> we played. Hoffman and I played Bean and Hagel for strokes, just no, like a normal matchup. You know, it was like we had ten bucks a point, so if we won five four, you know, that was. You were up 10, and then the strokes was another two points, so it could have been up 30 if you won strokes. We got to 16, and they were down three, so we let them down two, so we let them press. They <laughs> lost that. So we let, them, we let them press again on 17. We pushed 17. And so then we let, so then we at that point, we were up like 40, or I don't remember, 50 bucks, something like that. So we let them press again on 18. Um, to basically be to win 100 bucks or to win zero bucks. Or just nice. split, and I put one to like five feet and made the birdie putt. On top nice. of one. I uh, I think you should point out Jordan's score because that is probably <laughs> one of the best rounds of the year. He did say his uh, his probably his worst round he's played in a while. He he lost. Uh, if you guys remember from the match two point or three <laughs> yeah, where Justin and Jordan Hagel played played against one another, um, and Hagel etched them out, um, while Jeff being forty two beat. 42 gross beat uh, 
Jordan Hagel's 44 growth. This <laughs> wow. Ah, that's gross. So, that's that is gross. gross. So, <laughs> a, little, a little too late for Bean for that little side bet, but uh, it was perfect storm for uh, Hoff and I who were playing against both of them, obviously. So a combined 86. <laughs> 86. <laughs> and, uh, it was a nice so they, they already demanded a rematch for next week. We're playing on the front nine, which is painting right. the better side. So we'll see. Yeah. Shout out a uh, quick shout out to uh, your closest to the pin winners. Yours truly on number three, Chad Berger and Jason Esch on the back nine. So no one must've hit the, I think it was number eight. I think eight green was the high handicapper. So you know, better luck next time, but 15 bucks to those guys. All right, boys. So that, that sums it up. So, you know, l- looking towards next week, uh, we've got, you know, two, we'll call them the captains of each team. I'm not sure if that's official or not, but um, so Jordy and, 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 and Blair, what, what are you guys looking forward to in the championship match? Uh, all I, all I really can say is just, uh, you know, good match. You know, let's go out there and grind, play hard. And Jordy is my financial advisor. <laughs> and if things get How many bad, times is this going to be brought I, up in the I, Are you threatening to leave him? I, I'm, just, leave no, I'm just making statements that I know a lot of financial advisors. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> that's, that's our smoke. name, yes. That is our name, yes. <laughs> So that, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, I'll leave it out there for the week. That's oh. funny. If I talking to Jordy about Bitcoin, you'll get him off his game. But, yeah. You know, just, uh, yeah, you'll give me hyper about that. And this is, is this P90S's first finals appearance? It's it is. Be. It's our first finals. We've never made it this far before. So, and Blair, you guys have won once. Have you made it to the finals also again? Yes, yeah, so we've won one time and made it to the finals three years in a row and lost. So, wow, from redemption. Not not quite the Buffalo Bills, but uh, it's like Minnesota, we're hungry. Almost the Vikings, almost. almost like the, yeah, but like, you actually have to make it to Vikings. the Super Bowl. But uh, true. Um, yeah, no, we're hungry. <laughs> what what's uh, what was the Tim Brewster comments again? Are you hungry? Or are you starving? Are, are you starving? <laughs> oh, we're starving. Yeah, we're definitely starving. <laughs> Man, we like our chili hot. Get that doggone chili hot. Um, <laughs> Jordy, so what do you look – so as a as a new participant in the championship match, like what are you looking forward to next week? Um, You know, just the – I guess the competition, the, uh, the nerves, uh, kind of everything surrounding it, just never experienced it before, so – the build-up's amazing. Uh, media, I think you guys have media <laughs> appearances before. Like, like so, yeah, yeah. you got to balance those. The podcast again. Yeah, you got to balance those emotions, and you know, there's a lot more people breathing down your neck. The fans are a little bit tighter on the rope, so you just got to be, you know, those shanks can be a little more dangerous. Jordy, come championship <laughs> week. Oh yeah. No, I mean we were just excited to be there for real. I mean, even when you guys, uh, after we got done adding up all our scores. You know, we were pumped, to be honest, on the 18th pole there, Andy, last week because we just have been in the league for seven years and basically were eliminated first round the first five years. And sure. <laughs> and uh, this is the first we've ever made it. So we were pretty yeah. pumped. What's yeah. crazy to me also, Jordy, is I think P90-ish would probably win, like, you know, the Dundee Awards would probably win an award for most subs used throughout the oh, year. Oh, yes. 
Oh. Uh, so you, like, I think Annie and I talked about how do you guys ever build team chemistry if you never know who's going to be there until <laughs> about 702 after you've already teed off. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have like the best bullpen in the league. We're <laughs> yeah. just so deep. It gets depth to just Sunday evenings. It starts to get pretty stressful. Usually, <laughs> like, all right, start. Do you scrambling. guys have? Do you guys have your four set already for next week, or is it still a mystery? Um, it might be a little bit. <laughs> be a little bit of a mystery, actually. So uh, we're gonna yeah. you know, just hey. You know, wait and see. We're not giving. To, I'm not giving yeah. anything away. To Maybe be that place where you guys have an advantage because <laughs> the other team can't prepare. Yep. Hey, we're we're just gonna play our game. Yeah. We don't. I don't care about them one bit. It's tough to play your game when there's three yeah. ashes on one side. <laughs> I think I think BJ's trying to say he's not gonna watch the leaderboards out there. Well, there's not gonna be any leaderboards, so it's bad luck. So <laughs> nothing, nothing yeah. to watch out there. You only can you only can control what you can control. That's worrying right. about uh, the other stuff. Got I'm Gio, full of you got Gio Valen, Valentino on the line, PGA Tour psychic or whatever his name is. You have one of those ring. You have one of those like Q bracelets, PJ. Oh yeah, the I copper. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. got a copper bracelet. Yeah. yeah, he's just feeling the flow. You got a whole yeah, sleeve of copper bracelets. Yeah, yeah, you know, like Santa Claus when he comes down to the first tee. Yep. Harness a good, block bad. Good harness, good block bad. <laughs> It's like a um, merry-go-round. All yeah. good things. <laughs> I thought that was the crystals. Hey, oh, we're not going to talk about those yet, George. <laughs> Jordy or Whoa. Blair, have you guys looked at um, index changes to your teams? Anything significant that you guys saw? I haven't just got that deep into it yet. I, I got to imagine Pian Yash has no idea. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, some of our teammates might have an idea. I have no idea. That's for sure. <laughs> I have to say that Holy Smokes has an analytics department that will be that is in fully engrossed <clears throat> into making those um, kind of uh, you know checking on those things, and we'll have a full report probably on my desk within the next day or so. Oh, man, that's just you know some some clubs can afford that kind of uh, <laughs> to have a bigger payroll. Yeah, yep, and can afford those kinds of things. You know, we have a pretty good GM player coach. That's what we put our money into. <laughs> uh, P90S has obviously put their money. They they spread their money across their whole roster, yep. Yep. so they can have you know a pretty well balanced roster. Yep, diversified. Uh, I'd say Winnipeg probably spends most of their money on their uh, appearance. But what did Swanee spend their money on? That's a real question. Uh, uh, betting <laughs> against each other. <laughs> yeah. All right, that sounds like a good segue into the next topic. Um, so Sam C's, it's I don't know if we after two weeks can you call it Sam C's questions or just I like don't, general I don't questions? Think so. I think it's just general questions. Just general questions. So he texted me today his questions. And the, the first comment he said was, "I really like your milkshake question from last week." <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think he's trying to play off the food, <laughs> the food uh, uh, theme. Um, so he says. So open open question to you guys. What's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite on course or in the clubhouse beverage? Mm. That's easy for me. I think Jordy, we might have the same one. Vodka tonic. Oh, I gotta go gin. Gin and tonic. Mm. You guys do limes? A little little splash yeah, of yes. lime. I, a little splash I, of lime. I'm going no lime recently. A little but... bit of lime. Um Sam 
or Swanee, what yours got to be Jeremiah Weed Lemonade, huh? Well, John Daly. Yeah, for sure. At Jim, it's definitely John Daly. Recently, though, I mean, when I'm playing golf, I think people all kind of made the comment when it's hot and you're playing golf, it's hard to have a beer. So we, no. uh, what? What? On the course, <laughs> I think it's hard, but that's why I usually been pounding some claws on the course. On I was going to say, you go with a claw or a yeah. little mixed drink. It's claw or, uh, no yeah, exactly. Claw or I like John to, Daly. <laughs> I like to say that my game travels and my, my drink of choice travels as well because of Coors. Latte, mountain, and rocky, it, blue travels yeah. well. That, that does my, travel well. Yeah. I'm having having one right now, actually. Um, <laughs> so, next question from Sam C is, what's your go-to mid-round snack? And this probably isn't a you know gem like nine hole because after four and a half holes, you're not going to have a snack. But so, what's what's your go-to? Well, we, snack? we could yeah, you could do two. You could do post-round snack at gemmers and then you know mid mid-round snack at eight let's go let's go full, if you if you're going to play of a, a, a championship 18 holes what's your what's your go-to snack on the course i want to hear jordy okay <laughs> um <laughs> okay i haven't played 18 holes <laughs> me so, either jordy but, me uh, either yeah back, back, i don't know if you maybe you guys can enlighten me but delwood at the halfway shack used to have like these homemade you know, Delwood would make them energy bar thing. I, rem- I remember those actually. Yeah, they're like those, little balls, weren't they? Oh or like little... man, yeah, they're like they, almost protein balls. Like yeah, they were just. Oh, those were so good. I get one every time. Every they time. don't have those this year. The protein balls were before their time. That was the, those. They made those before that was cool. Like yeah, early two thousands type thing. Back when Mike would have us out on the Sunday golf round, that was every time. Did you hear that? It's another Rocky Mountain Blue getting cracked. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, protein balls from Delwood. Beej, what's your? Uh... I uh, go with a Cliff Bar typically, either peanut butter or brownie. Yeah. You know, and a banana. You gotta try. You are way too serious. You gotta try. I was. Go ahead, Jordy. You gotta try blueberry Cliff Bars. They're the best. <laughs> Those are good. I've had those. Keep talking about shout it. We might get us another sponsor. Yeah, shout out Cliff yeah. Bar. Um, <laughs> I was just definitely. I was just having a conversation with Allie, my wife, for those of you that don't know, um, Annie's sister, Blair's sister-in-law, Jordy's cousin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Yeah, it's like Alabama over here. Greenville, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alabama. I was just telling her that I don't know what it is, but like. You know how everyone raves about, man, I can't wait to go to the – back in the day, I can't wait to go to the Metrodome and get a dome dog. There's yeah, nothing yeah. better to me than playing a, like a lunchtime round, making that turn and getting the, the dog at the turn. Mm-hmm. I love getting the broad at the turn. Oh, a broad is nice. And oh. Della does have jalapeno cheddar brats Ooh, sometimes yeah. that are – they're yeah. they're, they're, you, they're nice. Because you're usually making that turn. You're pretty hungry if it's around 11 or 1 o'clock. And, yep. You guys remember speaking of? Do you guys remember going to Troy Byrne and they would get the hot dog paninos? Yes. No. That was yes. That was my favorite. Right there. That was you walk up to get a pizza one. You could get a hot dog one. It was amazing. They were so good. Shout out Troy Byrne right there. That'd be another great sponsorship. (laughs) So going, let's play on that a little bit. So what's the course or what's the what's your favorite? memory or like for me it's 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 that panino at, at troy burn but what's your best like treat or food that you've gotten like either at the turn or at a course 
So Andy, Sam, and I know this one, or my favorite oh. is, and there's a few different spots at Blue Jack National in Houston. It could be the Jerky Shack. It could yeah. be the, it could be the Candy Shop. It could be the where they make you tacos. You will not, would, yep. you will not find a better on course experience. Yep. Than that place. They just no. they just popped up a shack on the first hole called the Lemonade Stand, where they make oh their. Oh my uh, gosh! Oh, what were those called? The um. The, uh, oh no! Oh my gosh! The morning jacks? No, the uh, shout out. They were. Jack. S- I don't know. Yeah, it was some Jack- sort of mixed fruity fruit it's drink. It's like a grapefruit, thing. like vodka morning drink. It's but you're right, Beach. They have like little brisket sandwiches. Jackhammer. Like jackhammer. 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 That's it. Yeah. Homemade beef jerky, fresh made beef jerky, yeah. or there's the candy spot. Literally, you're not gonna find a better on course yeah. experience. For all of our listeners out there, just Google Google Blue Jack National, and you'll see the picture of like the Jerky Shack that looks over like the twelfth hole out there. It kind of looks like, like a, number twelve at Augusta. The guys so out there cool. barbecuing, and there's like ice cold Coors lattes in the in the Yeti out there. It's yeah, can't beat it. Get, I, I agree. Grab a grab a whiskey if you wanted, and yeah, on uh, tap whiskey on tap. Yeah, whiskey on tap. Didn't one of you guys tell me that the, the chef, like the guy that kind of did that, recently passed away? Yeah. That's right. Him oh, and uh, him and Mr. Paulson, Mr. Jeff Paulson, were like kahunis. They uh, yeah. were good buddies. Jordy, do you have any to top that? Um, so it's not maybe like the best food ever, but it's my best memory of food at a golf course. And it's when I used to forget my lunch when I worked at Gem Lake, <laughs> and I and I'd have two big bopper. Oh, <laughs> 450 calories. I think, yeah, it's 456 calories. I think I remember. And uh, they were like 12 two, bucks. I'd have two of them, and that was my lunch two big boppers. Oh, no. <laughs> and a Mischenheimer. When he got there, too. Shout out Al Mischik. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mischenheimer. Mischenheimer and two big boppers. And I was an 18 year old kid who couldn't put on weight. And, uh, <laughs> Jordy, do you remember when you, I always tell the story, but you don't remember it. We were working junior league once together because you and I, and our shift had just started. And you looked at me and said, I got to go. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel good. I don't know if you were hung over or what, <laughs> what? but you just, no. you just bailed. And to, Tony came up to me and asked where you went. And I said, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly have no idea. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sam. Good conversation. You were just, yeah. just out. You were out of the junior league that day. Yeah. Uh, I was going to bring up though, a quick consolation to Blue Jack was um, when we were playing Western Straits and we were we made that like you know, oh. the, we had a spotted cow walking mm. down the fairway Western Straits. Oh man! At nine thirty a.m. Yeah. My, uh, it's not so much the I played. I had opportunity to play Whisperock a few times over in Scottsdale, and they have they've got the little halfway houses they've got like a, a couple of them out there but they have uh uncrustables in the fridge in these little places <laughs> unreal like yeah. uncrustable like a little chili like yeah on a nice 85 degrees got still day it's, it's nice. like candy it's a nice little treat <laughs> i also give a shout out to spanish oaks my buddy dad's from college they used to have a couple halfway houses and one of them used to be like an ice cream shack so like on the That'd 15th hole you could get like a a Heath bar, ice cream bar. It was, I mean, an ice cream on the golf course is, you can't really beat it, I think. But 
All right. We'll uh, we'll move on to the next one. We'll keep talking about that forever if we could. Yes. So Sam says, he goes, I personally prescribe to, to the nothing in, nothing out approach on the course. He says, have we any, is there any been, has there, has there been any digestive hiccups while playing golf? I'll let you guys start because I got a good one. <laughs> I, well, you have the pulse and stomach, so it's. What does uh, that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? We all know what it means. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't have that problem. I, you know, I like to think that's mind over matter and you can just control that kind of stuff. Oh God, I wish it was that. <laughs> I've had a couple Any... close encounters. <laughs> <laughs> I've had one bad experience this year playing with Andy too, I think. But what was it? It was Did at Yeah. We were playing as you, me, Luke, and Sam, I believe. Maybe it wasn't you. I don't remember, but <laughs> I'll tell. I, I'll tell. I, I don't know. Story before I, I don't abide by that rule by any means, but um, absolutely not. That's terrible. Terrible rule. You're gonna fall apart on number thirteen on the eighteen hole round if you don't get any food in you. Oh, right, you guys have nothing. Well, I got a couple of them. First one is we went and played um, uh, the course down on the cross, the Wilson Golf Group course. Cedar um, Creek, Cedar Creek, and Luke Carlson. We got there at you know eleven o'clock. We had a little lunch, and Luke might have had a some sort of a hot sandwich. And before we went to the range, I'm going to tell Luke's story because this is too good. Um, Luke's like, I go to the bathroom. I'll meet you over at the range. He's like, all right. So we tee off, and the first hole goes away from the clubhouse, and it's a uh, like a par four, like 450 yards. We get to the green. Luke's like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. we, drive, we drive back. Yeah. We drive back and go to the bathroom. So we drive back to the second hole, which is actually going to come back towards the clubhouse and it's a par five. Yep. We hit our second shots on the like near the green, let's say. Looks like I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he goes in and takes, goes to the bathroom. And the next hole goes like from the clubhouse like out. And it's a par three. It's a long par three. So we get to the tee box. Luke's like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so he goes to the bathroom. We get, and Luke's hits, I remember he hit an unbelievable shot. Like just went up there. Stepped up there with like a four and it hits like 12 feet. He hits it and he goes, I gotta go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) So he went to the bathroom in like, in like four holes, he went to the bathroom at least four times, if not five times. Did he play every hole? Did he finish out every hole? He finished. After that, he finished. Yeah, yeah. Even through four? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was. I don't know what his score was through four or five holes, but it was uh, it was pretty funny. Yes. It was a, one of my favorite memories of uh, of playing golf with Luke. Eventually, sure. we just yeah we just started playing without him, and you <laughs> yeah. just kind of yeah. Rat, rat I remember back yeah, like on the, the sixth cart. hole, we were on the green, yeah. and he was like hitting his tee ball, we're like I'm coming, guys. <laughs> Wait for me. Uh, my my uh, my biggest my biggest uh, embarrassment, we'll call it, with the digestive hiccup is in high school as my senior year we were playing Delwood this is when the the nines were actually reversed but after the turn at Delwood coach Nazvik would always have cheeseburgers and Gatorade at, at the turn right by the little first tee there at Delwood excuse me um and I remember this had just been when Gatorade had come out with those like blended flavors you guys remember that it was like yeah it was like I can't remember the names of them but there were Gatorade X2s or you know whatever it was. So we make the turn. I grab my McDonald's cheeseburgers, which I I'm a fan of. I thoroughly enjoy McDonald's cheeseburger and a Gatorade and a Snicker bar. I think it was. 
So I get to a uh, number, it's now number, it's number one, two, three, five. Back then it was number 14, the par five, right? 13, yep, yep. par five. Yeah. It's about as far from the clubhouse as you can get. Far from the clubhouse, but there's a there's a halfway house there's a halfway after the house, next yes. hole, right? Yes. So I think on the green before that, number 12 or number 13, I was feeling it, right? I'm like, oh, boy. Kind of gave it a, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like, oh. Well, okay all right well let's see how far this goes the next so i tee off on the par five and like i was like i gotta go i got i gotta go like i'm out <laughs> and the guys were like where are you going i'm like i'm out guys i'm withdrawing and i had to run to the bathroom so my senior year at a home golf course delwood our home tournament i had to withdraw and i honestly i was like even par like if i would have finished even par i think i would have taken like a top five in the tournament so that was a that's my favorite um <laughs> the digestive hiccup story. So uh still talk about it to this day with Coach Nazik when I see him. But <laughs> so don't eat a McDonald's cheeseburger in a Gatorade blended mixture okay. at the turn. That's my recommendation. Supersize me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the end of Sam's questions. So we'll move on to Minneapolis golf tournaments or, or Minnesota golf tournaments. So oh. If if no one's uh if no one's aware, the 3M Opens held at TPC Twin Cities this week. It used to be the old guys tournament. Now you know this is the second year of the the young guys PJ Tour event. Last year, uh, Matt Wolf won. Uh, I think it was a playoff. He birdie or eagled 18. But I thought I'd give the the guests on the pod and and Swanee, if you want to chime in as well with answers, please by all means. But um, so there was. Back in the day, the St. Paul Open held at. Do you guys remember what course it was held at? Keller. 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 Yeah, Keller. There you go. So, who won the original? Or actually, I'm sorry. Who won the 1941 St. Paul Open at Keller? Well, here, oh. let me type that into Google really quick. Google is not allowed. <laughs> I'm going to give I'm you five seconds because it's probably Tom Barton. Very <laughs> Barton. get really long. Arno Pie. Nope. The winner of the 1941 Open was Horton Smith. Good, good guess though. What Horton Smith is famous for is he also won the first ever Masters tournament. That's kind of cool. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Um, in 1959, so that's the St. Paul Open. There's been some really cool winners. Go Google it. Really, uh, kind of famous winners and famous people that have played at Keller for the St. Paul Open. Um, but moving on, so the PJ Championship's been like a staple of Minneapolis golf. I feel like. So in 1959, actually, the PGA Championship was held at Minneapolis Golf Club, which just recently went through renovation. But so my question is, is who was the winner of the PGA Championship in 1959? Oh, hmm. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> you can't guess that for everyone, Jordy, but I'll take it. You guys aren't going to get this one either. So it was Bob Rosberg. And if you guys are as old as I am and watched golf growing up, Bob Rosberg was like an on-course. He was like the original on-course reporter in like the 90s. The old like straw hat guy. But that's my uh, kind of random, random question on this one. But so moving on. So Hazeltine has also been um, pretty well known when it comes to like like Minnesota majors and championships, obviously hosting PJ championships, Ryder cups, us amateurs, us or women's PJ championships, that kind of thing. Um, so of course 
the most famous winner from all those was the 1966 U.S. Women's Open winner, which was what you got? Who's, who's your guess for 1966 U.S. Women's Open at Hazeltine? Jeez. Babe Wilkinson or whatever oh. her name was. Who was a Minnesota girl, wasn't it? I think so. I lost my notes here. It was Sandra Spuzic. The the fantastic Sandra Spuzic. (laughs) (laughs) That was my second guess. (laughs) I knew knew it. I knew it. You guys will always remember that now, though. 1966, Sandra Spuzic. I forgot the question already. So I don't know about you guys. I don't know about you guys, but I remember going to like the old 3M Open or the 3M Championship over at Bunker Hills. You guys remember ever going out there yep. when you were younger? Yep. It's funny to see like TPC Twin Cities versus Bunker Hills, and they used to play a tournament out there. But so the the 1993 winner of the I think it was the Banker Burnett Classic. You guys remember that? Coldwell Banker Burnett. The, yeah. There you go. Yep. So who was the winner in 1993? Tom like, was it was it Chi Chi? Yeah, it was Chi Chi. Yeah, ding 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 ding, ding. Biche. One one point. Wow. <laughs> All right, very nice. Uh, if you if you if you're not sure who Chi Chi Rodriguez is, that's the guy standing next to Ruth Wilson in that picture. I was just gonna say <laughs> over the yeah. garbage can at Jim Lake. Ruth Wilson's <laughs> Ruth Wilson, Wilson's best friend. Uh, so I wanted to point out that uh, Craig Brischke, who's actually a local Minnesota PGA pro, um, he must have either got a, a sponsored exemption or a, he qualified for the 3M Open last year, shot an 82 and 78 to miss the cut. What's the chances of of a like a five like a five handicap going to shoot that like next week at the 3M Open? Do you guys think think that someone could do that? What would they, what would a five handicap shoot on those conditions? You yeah, think? like if Greg Brischke, who's like, a, I mean, again, he's a uh, local probably, PGA uh, pro who doesn't well, probably play as I, much as they a might five break. They might break a hundred. Might. I really? don't know. So okay, here a, a here's five, my story. Six. I played TPC from the pro tees the day after the turn or uh, Tuesday after the tournament last year, which I'm going to do again this year. And I think oh, I good shot. For you. That sounds, yeah, exactly. that sounds like podcast content. Can I come? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did invite you, and you yeah, said you couldn't. So damn work. Um, and I think I shot eighty from that from the same tees and same conditions. Sure. So I think, and that's about my. Uh, I don't. I was a little higher than that, but I. I think you can. Yeah. TPC is um, a great great course, but I don't think it's. Yeah, it's not super tough. Yeah, well, they also shoot like twenty or twenty-five under. For Ex- four exactly. Rounds. Yeah, it's one of those. It's a. What it's a fun to watch course. Shoot? What did the winner shoot last year? I mean, it was twenty something. Yeah. Yeah, he was ridiculous. Yeah, but you're a four, BJ. He asked five. Oh, that's true. I wasn't a four la- last year though. I think it was like a six you're or seven. Easy pins. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Wolf won at 21 under par last year, so for oh. reference. So yeah. he's averaging five under par basically per round. We were supposed to nice. – myself and Jeff Bean and his, his wedding party pre-COVID were supposed to play it the week before tournament, but obviously mm-hmm. – Whoops. We, his wedding was supposed to be there, but oh, stupid COVID. All right. 
Uh, one last question that doesn't really have to do with anything golf related, but I just want because Jordy and and BJ are such basketball fans. How about Kevin Garnett tweeting about possibly looking to invest in the T Wolves today? Did you guys see that? Yeah, he did. Glenn Taylor's and they also Glenn Taylor the team. And Glenn, he hired a, he they also hired a just announced that the Wills are a major candidate too. I I can I'm see okay that. With that. <laughs> You okay with that, Jordy? If KG gets involved, I'm okay with it too. What a great opportunity that is! Yeah, I mean, basically, Timberwolves have basically been the worst run franchise in all of sports for the last 20 years. I mean, like, what other franchise? You know, <laughs> like they haven't. They've just been. They haven't made the playoffs for like. I mean, they finally did it just a couple of years ago, but right. I mean, that's there's another podcast. Though. All of that's, sports have literally been the worst run franchise, though. That's another hour of podcast. Speaking of non golf sports, I watched that documentary on Netflix called like F1. Uh, it's about F1 racing. I'm so hooked on F1 racing right now, guys. I just I don't know what it is. It's you you're, big Lewis, you're a big Lewis Hamilton guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean the guy can't be beat. I know it's ridiculous. It's, I mean, the money in F one racing is yeah. ridiculous. It's yeah, crazy. Yes. But scare our listeners are not going to rabbit hole. <laughs> People just started logging off right there. They started yeah, exactly. But, all right, so that's all I got. Uh, any other things you guys want to bring up or, or mention before we uh, shut her down here? Uh, good luck, BJ. Good luck, good to luck, your team. Good luck, Jordy. Just uh, just know I got a bunch, a list of uh, planners to interview on, <laughs> on Tuesday if I need to. Hey, that's okay. I'm, I'm keeping track. That's the second time. <laughs> BJ's hoping to have an extra hundred bucks to put in his portfolio coming Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. BJ's Open like, up another fund. All right, all right, boys. Thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck to all uh, all participants in the championship match whoever bj you've got your your match your four set but jordy not quite sure yet so good luck to whoever you can find uh for the championship match and uh <laughs> we'll uh i'm sure we'll we'll recap maybe a couple of next week but and then the shootout so uh we'll uh we'll talk then all right all right guys well, thanks we'll for have joining. some fun we'll see you thanks yeah. thanks, thanks cheers see ya